Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. And welcome to The Obvious here, episode 162. Just the boys this week. How we all doing? What you all been up to? Working, working, working. Has everyone just been working? No one's been doing anything cool? No, our vacation season's over. That is true. I don't know. But how's fall been up in When Georgia? you're a toddler, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> vacation season ends. That's Tyler. true. We're coming up to the holidays. Fucking vacation season's ends, about to come back. I'm doing something every fucking weekend, man. It's. You've been yeah. hunting at all, Tyler? You get anything? Uh, starts this weekend. Rifle does so. Nice. You should. You shot a deer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dip some back back straps. Okay. <clears throat> Friend tags. Do you guys have like a tradition for the first time you shoot a deer? I don't know many people that do, but some people, I typically they say the antlers and like do stuff with them, but right, we say the antlers, I guess, for my first buck. Y'all don't uh, drink the blood. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was talking yeah. more like that. Like Red Dawn's shit. Maybe if I was a kid when I shot my first one, but I have I didn't start deer hunting until like three or four years ago. But We made Phil eat a testicle. No. He chose to, probably. <laughs> just, that's true. We just looked over, and he already had it in his mouth. We're like, hey, what bitch. the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> even Rocky Mountain Oysters, yet. boys. Was was he, eating no. them. Uh, it's a I heard testicles are actually pretty good for for your health. From from the Liver King. Yeah, well, that guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yo, chill. That guy, dude, that guy says he's he's all natural, but you know he's all hopped up on like HTH already tested shit. Yeah, yeah, but I'll say he's like fifty years old. You see that gut on him? It's just yeah, an, it's HGH an HGH gut. gut. That's <laughs> just like, looks like Joe Rogan. Primal, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's only. <laughs> yeah, lives, lives primal on fucking gear. That's what he does. <laughs> I'm all natural, baby. As he's shooting up. In the back, it's <laughs> crazy. Don't disrespect my boy like that. Nah, I mean like respect to the gains, you know. Like be that age and just be jacked out of your mind like that. Like that's outrageous. It's funny when he like posts like, "Yeah, these are the only workouts I do." I'm like, "Yeah, those are the only workouts you do to get that jacked." <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> but to answer your question, Nick, from earlier, the fall up here in Duluth has actually been better than any other fall I've been in since I've lived in Duluth. It's actually still kind of warm. Like, we are like averaging degrees here today. It it's going to be yeah, it's high 60s right now, and it's supposed to be 60s and 50s for this week going into next week. It sucks because you know it's just going to hit us like a truck, where it's just going to be like 20 degrees all of a sudden. Dude, I don't care. I'm just happy that we're actually getting a fall on like last I'm year. Not. This, I'm last year. Fucking sucks deer hunting when it's this hot. That is true. Well, don't hunt. Play league. No, get better. No deer movement. It's not cold enough. <laughs> <clears throat> so, do you have a. Uh, is your cabin. Is it the cabin and your house? They're in different uh, zones, probably. Yeah. Do you buy tags for both? Yeah. Nice. 
that you can take like three or four deer if you can potentially depending yeah, on so the, the zones. cabin the cabin is one one deer bucks only and then the zone that where we live in which i don't hunt because it's only bows and i don't bow hunt um, my father-in-law hunts at the house that's unlimited antlerless so it's unlimited does because it's a, CW, it's a sub cwd hot zone which they haven't found any cases but they think that's where it'll start next so like for the last two years they've done unlimited antlerless where it's you can shoot as many as you want with your bow what's cwd again chronic wasting disease oh yeah that's when they start turning like zombies and crap right Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary looking. You guys should yeah. So look, typically, look that like up. It looks any terrifying. of the any of the deer's typically shot in the zone. They request that you come and get them tested, and then it's you can shoot as many as you want. Like the tag's like two dollars and fifty cents. So my father-in-law has got one already through that this year. If he if they test it and it's fine, is he allowed to eat it? Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that you works can out eat well. it. You can eat it either way, but I feel like if I saw shot a deer with chronic wasting disease i probably wouldn't want to eat it that's because you're beta yeah right now go look up chronic wasting disease right now it is just right now there's no there's no link between it transmitting to people by eating the meat or really any there's nothing no human transmission currently but dude just only takes one it only takes one man all of a sudden we got world war z on our hand but like yeah they haven't they haven't found any in our zone yet that have had it so and they've been testing for probably three or four years now yeah. So it's more of like a preemptive, like thinning the herd so that if it does happen, it spreads less quickly, I guess. Okay. Because like in states like Wisconsin, they didn't really do any preventative measures. They pretty much just not like every zone in Wisconsin is, is CWD mandatory testing. So. How far off are we from a zombie apocalypse from deer? Probably pretty far. <laughs> okay, I was checking. Wait. Did you guys see that thing Boston University did? Did we talk about that yet on the pod? Yes. Well, we did talk about it on the pod? No. I don't remember. I've seen it. But we haven't talked about it. Okay. But apparently, Boston University, some those geniuses over there, grabbed the uh, Omicron variant of COVID and did some genetic ma- manipula- yeah, manipulation of it and made it 80% lethal. <clears throat> Classic Phil and Nick stats right there, boys. Wasn't it? Was it not eighty percent? They they are not researching it to weaponize it. No, I, I didn't say I didn't say to weaponize it. I don't know what you're so talking what about. I just said what, I just said <laughs> weaponize it. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I haven't heard anything about. Well, this. like that's at least at least from the couple articles I read about it. That's what I saw. But that was like a week and a half ago. So I don't know if what else has come out about it. Was it Boston mm-hmm. University? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're researching to come up with more effective vaccines. Ultimately, is their yeah. goal is to. If it is to mutate in a certain variant in a certain way, which is possible, they would like to be prepared for it. So mm-hmm. I think that was their whole goal was they're doing some sort of thing to try and do that. Yeah, which makes sense, <clears throat> which I'm sure like places all over do that with. I'm sure the places do that with like the flu, whatever you think that could probably be transmitted from person to person. They probably do that just to do like be safe, I guess. But. I don't know. I never, I've never really thought about it until I saw that article, and I'm like, "Why would we do that?" Like, <laughs> and it was 80 percent deadly in mice, which isn't always the greatest tell of how it will impact humans. So, right, lab mice that are born and bred for this right. to be killed, <laughs> to be killed. Yeah. <clears throat> or still kind of nuts, though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's, Could you imagine? Th that would so I think that would be an actual pandemic right there. <laughs> that would countries would fall apart if something would like that, that got leave out. My apartment. <laughs> I would go. You north. guys would be fucked. Yeah, I'd I'd immediately just leave. <laughs> Not I'd even probably telling. be good. I usually don't leave the house much anymore. So. <laughs> right. Hopefully, you got stockpiles of food. <clears throat> I can just go shoot a deer. True. Yeah, and get WDS and then turn it into a zombie. I'd have to start with Barney. WDS. WSD, whatever it's called. CWD. CWD. <laughs> Phil, did you look it up? Chronic wasting disease. Go look up. That's pictures. what it is. It's crazy. I, yes. did, I did look it up. I did look it up. <laughs> we only said it five times. <laughs> yeah, like I pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, some big trades in the NFL. Boys are making moves. Vikings are hot. So hot. We're going to the Super Bowl. I don't even care. You like know, I the, said, the Eagles had us in the first half, not going to lie. But they're going to take on Kirk Cousins at noon game on a Saturday. They're fucked. That's exactly It's just crazy because like six months ago, it was just all y'all saying how much copium I had about the Eagles. And now I'm just hearing double the amount of copium for the Vikings oh, right 100%. now. 100%. <laughs> I haven't said a word about the Vikings. All I've said is the Eagles are going seventeen and all. Tyler's been texting me privately saying how we're going sixteen and one. So beating you guys in the NFC Championship. So. Yep. 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 <laughs> Hawkinson. Yeah, got, big you guys got up. Hawkinson. That's huge. That was out of the blue. I didn't even. Well, literally, I wasn't expecting that. Irv Smith's out of the rest of the season, pretty much. So makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, and now that we have Hawkinson, we might just cut a trader of Smith. Right. They just won't re-sign him at the end of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Best best tight end for the Vikings since Vizante Shanko? Probably, honestly. I mean, Rudolph was okay, but he couldn't break a tackle. Rudolph was <laughs> the goat of red zone targets, though. That is true. It, Dude it, didn't drop the ball. No. Yeah, that corner fade to Rudolph. He was catching it nine out of ten times. <clears throat> Saints know that. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then no, the Vikes got better. Dolphins kind of went off. Bears got Claypool. See what happens there. I don't know. It's probably not really going to be matter? much. Right. Packers didn't move for a wide Just, receiver. Justin Fields. Justin Fields actually can't throw the ball, unlike Jalen Hurts. Justin True. Fields is like a Walmart version of Jalen Hurts. Great do you, value. Do do think it's him or that he literally has no protection is getting sacked like 12 times a game probably a little bit of both yeah i guess but when has a uh, ohio state qb ever been good joe burrow doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> my bad okay <laughs> he didn't play for ohio state <laughs> that's true <clears throat> I don't, I don't think he had any. I don't think he, he had any. Snaps. I don't know if he had any games. Yeah, he didn't start, at least. <clears throat> Isn't that the same thing for Bama QBs too, though? Like Jaylen, everyone, dude. Yeah, no, Jalen. Tua. Right? Tua's doing well too. Mac, okay, is Tua good Mac. or is just his wide receivers really good? Tua actually looks pretty good. But I mean, uh, Tyreek's I mean, still I been going off probably... even with the backup quarterbacks. It's probably, I know. That's it's probably a lot saying. easier to be good when you have good receivers. That probably yeah. helps. 100%. Mm -hmm. 
Mac Jones. Say, fuck, they're back. down there somewhere. Yeah, Mac they're Jones. All Alabama yeah. Mac Jones isn't even starting. Yeah, he is. What are you on about? What happened to their other that rookie that they have that they started? He was hurt. Mac Jones was hurt. That's why he played. He didn't like know. come scoop the starting position. You never know. Belichick's a wild card. These kids, Bach, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for Baker to lose his spot. Oh, no, he already did. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. <laughs> Walker's always been that fucking dude. Dude, you see that? Didn't he go Hail two Mary? weeks in a row? Two weeks in a row where he didn't have a completion past the line of scrimmage? This year? Yeah. Uh, don't yeah, matter. Until he Dude's threw a, a 65 yard bomb for a touchdown. Yeah. DJ Moyer's just the fucking dude. He's like, I'm going to tank. I got this touchdown. I'm going to take up my helmet off on purpose so we get this penalty and we can tank for a better quarterback for me next year. That's what he's doing. He's <laughs> going for CJ Stroud. It's actually crazy that he got uh, got penalized for that. He was just trying to have a Stefan Diggs moment. A lot of the like the Mike Pereira and all like those like old referees have been talking about how he was off the playing field, so it never should have been penalized in the first place, because he was out the back of the end zone already. Damn. Kind of sucks for the Panthers. Just oh, wait till Baker. Just wait till Baker comes back healthy, though. Now that all that toxicity. Now that all that toxicity is out of the out of the building, he's got a new coach. Is he going to have the freedom to be Baker again? Oh no boy. McCaffrey to worry about. Right. Look at that shit. Look at that shit running back. Look how good Donta Freeman is. He is so much better than Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, McCaffrey literally had a rushing had touchdown, touchdown, pass touchdown yeah. and fucking receiving <laughs> touchdown. Are you shit me? <laughs> Low key, maybe it's just like the, the 49ers and the Panthers just have like a good offensive line for running backs but not so for do you guys think that do you guys think the Niners are now the real deal with McCaffrey no because they saw Jimmy that Jimmy G's their quarterback yeah they'll always yeah. be held back because of Jimmy G Jimmy G's a winner dude he how he's been on Super Bowl caliber teams how? his entire time in the NFL and the only reason he's a winner is because he's played behind all pro defenses his entire career <laughs> yeah you could say the same about Tom Brady no. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady doesn't have like three MVPs. Did Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> win the Super Bowl? No. He's gonna this year. They choked against the Chiefs, to be I fair. Thought the, I thought the, the Vikings were. It's for sure gonna be the Eagles. No, no, no. It's like a free oh, Super Bowl no, for the Eagles no, at this point. They'd be no, no, the no. same frame beat Green Bay playing, last year. This guy's playing nice, or... nice, and it's just going to be like, ah, <laughs> fucking reverse thing. is 17 weeks in a row. Uh, made, you, made you look. This motherfucker, man. He's, try, he's trying to jinx it. He's just trying to jinx it. That's <laughs> they literally it aren't going to so lose this year. See, crazy, I told you, man. he's just jinx it right now. <laughs> it's so crazy. I'm, I'm being for real, though. The Eagles have looked really good. They have, man. Jalen Jones, a real deal. I Looking was definitely at... wrong about my bad takes about the Eagles for like the last three months. It's crazy what a number one wide receiver can do for a young quarterback. You go out there and get that guy, and it changes everything. I think the team as a whole is just looks better. Like your defense looks a lot better this year. Defense looks really good. I mean, Jalen has time. Like your offensive line's played phenomenal. I think that's like your biggest like compliment to Jalen is being able to. Yeah, our O-line's always been nice. We just have 
thankfully I'm knocking on wood as I talk. We we've avoided any huge injuries. Our O line's always been beat up, um, but it's always been top tier for the past five six years. Just, um, injuries have plagued it. Um, I would say I would say Carson heavily disagrees, but well, that's because the O line was fucking beat up every time when Carson went out there. That dude, oh. that dude was getting sacked before the balls hit his hands. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably not any nothing. Nothing changes. <laughs> yeah, nothing. I don't think he gets that team back from Heineke. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he does. Not the way his head coach is talking about him in interviews. <laughs> yeah, Ron Rivera is not a big Carson Wentz fan. <laughs> no, he is not a big Carson Wentz fan well, at all. Their their team's up for sale, so a lot can change. True. It'd be tough I wonder what... for an organization like that going through, like obviously Redskins transferring over, all the other stuff going on. Did the, you did their see... owner get in a bunch of trouble too? So I, yeah. it was something, and then the owner said that nobody wants to go, or that nobody should go against him or go at him because he has dirt on everybody, and he was kind of like singling out Jerry Jones, and then now he's being forced to sell this team. I mean, he had. Hundreds of sexual assault violations, and now he's being investigated by like the SEC for financial fair play rules and shit or whatever. So, <laughs> I don't think he's a very good dude. But yeah, what I think lie. he came out with a statement that said like, "I would never do this. I hope my owners know that." Da 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 da. But yeah, he's fucked. yeah. Neither with Deshaun Watson. Dude. So like, sorry, allegedly, you just, you, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to be back here soon, a couple of weeks. Until uh, he gets suspended for the rest of the year. That's yeah. true. Um, so, what are the Lions doing? Interdivision trade, like, only gave up a second-round pick for them. Like, there had to have been better offers potentially somewhere. Probably not. Tight ends yeah. don't go for a whole lot in the NFL. Like, they're, like they're valued, but they're Kelsey not, like, valued, like valued. I mean, that's yeah. typically, like, if you're going to draft a tight end, you're going to draft it basically with a second, so... Yeah, because there's good tight ends, but think of how big of a gap there is from, like, the top two or three tight ends to the rest of the league. Yeah, where are where, where the top three right now? It's, well, obviously, TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's about okay. to be when he's got a dad there's a, thrown to him. I think there's a clear two, and then I think there's a fall-off. No, yeah, there's, there's a, a clear, clear two. two, and there's, like, three that... Like, like the clear two, the clear two is obviously going to be probably Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. And then three would have to be between George Kittle. Like, it, I'm biased. I, I was saying this before we even traded that. I think TJ Hawkinson the top five. <clears throat> he's a little too inconsistent. It's been but I think he, yeah, I, I think know consensus, that consensus top three. Yeah, you're right. It would be Kelsey, like Kittle and Andrews flipping around how you yeah. want, right? And then it's really a conversation for like four or five. Yeah. Right. Like it, it just could... depends on what you want from the tight end position too. Obviously, like there's an argument to say Kittle's the best because he's obviously the best. Like, blocking. He's block, like a like well-rounded. Like yeah. Very well-rounded versus Kelsey's mainly just. Receiver. I mean, Mark Mark Andrews like basically doesn't even play tight end at this point. But yeah, he just plays wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, and then there's like Darren Waller when he's healthy and on a good offense. There's like TJ Hawkinson, Mike Gasecki. Oh, Falcons tight end. What's his name? He's Kyle a stud. Pitts. Pitts is up there. Yeah. Sucks. That he's... So there's there's a lot, but it, like even if you look at it from yeah, Dallas, like, Dallas Goddard's probably like what top fifteen. 
Hey, that's you reverse jinxing yourself, dude. Dallas Goddard, <laughs> I believe, is top five in the fucking league, man. That dude's I, insane. I do have him on my fantasy. He is solid. Dude fucking is the yak king at tight end. <laughs> Don't sleep on Dallas Goddard, man. We, we we knew what we had in him. That's why we traded Zach Ertz. Top five, that, man. Yeah, I mean, he does everything that we need him to do. He fucking... I don't even know what his stats are this season, but he's balling out. I'd put him top five. Are the Buccaneers frauds? <clears throat> Tom Brady's just depressed. Yeah, I mean, how 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 do you expect a man who's just lost everything? I mean, he's lost the most famous supermodel in the world as a wife. His family's well, blown up. He's lost his team is the bigger issue. The team doesn't want to play behind him anymore. I mean, like, the, he the line to, doesn't want to block for him. Like it's just he crazy. went to Robert Kraft's wedding instead of going to the mandatory team meeting, and that's just because it's Tom Brady. And he can do what he wants, but like when when like I heard who was it? Uh, Nick Mangold for the Jets for the the O line when he was talking to somebody on some sports show about it, and he goes, they asked him how he would feel about it if that happened to him if Tom was his QB, and he goes, I'd be fucking pissed, you know. I mean, he gets a pass because he's Tom Brady, but. Like, if you go to that wedding and you're not there for mandatory team meetings and you don't go with the team, fly with the team, and then you come in and then you bitch at your O-line on the sideline during that, like, that was the same game that happened, you'd be like, that's not cool. You come to training camp late, you only practice on Wednesdays, or you practice on Wednesdays, like, (laughs) whatever all that stuff is, too. Like, I don't know. I think, I don't know, man. It, it just feels like it's not looking good for Mr. Brady. I feel like he's losing a little bit of his spark, his aura, his unbeatable, beatable, um, you know, vibes. And I think Wait. that his his team feels that and the league feels that. And it's just not the same guy this year. Yeah. At this point, just, I feel like he just needs to retire. Otherwise, he's just going to tarnish his legacy. Just wait for his revenge tour next year. <laughs> Yeah. Single Brady is gonna be out. He's gonna be over the divorce. He's gonna be out fucking bitches like Tiger Woods did when he was at his peak. <laughs> GG's, dude. He's winning like another three. He's a <laughs> <laughs> fucking shot, man. Dude. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like uh, in soccer, well, Ronaldo's kind of going through the same thing. At United, like, they're not even playing him. Like,. He's getting mad when he doesn't even get subbed hey, on. Hey, like, hey, he's playing in Europa. He's no, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. He's playing in Europa. Like he probably doesn't see himself there. But. Yeah, no, he's just waiting until January because they give him the green light to go. Yeah, but who's gonna, gonna take go? him? Right, and like that's kind of same with. I mean, Brady. I'm MLS. Sure someone MLS. Might, MLS would be the only place yeah. for him to be able to go and make a decent chunk of change. And, well, you go to a Saudi league or a Qatar league. I'd hate I feel like he'd. I feel like he goes MLS, man. No, actually, he can't because I don't know the last time he's been to America because I know he's got a couple of like charges. Those allegations. Yeah, he's yeah, got some sexual assault and rape allegations right. or oh, accusations no. here in America. So he hasn't been back for a while. Yeah, on my ultimate team. Yeah, so I don't know if he'll Yeah, ever Box make it. packed him twice. Yeah. Box like a Ronaldo stand. I guess, man. I could see him going back to like Sporting Lisbon, maybe. I think that's where it ended up being, back in uh, Portugal or something. Mm-hmm. But 
don't know, he's 38. Tom Brady yeah. is, what, 45? Yeah. It, the Brady, the Bucks have been unhealthy all year. Like, just wait till playoff time happens. Like, everyone always panics when Tom Brady sucks in the regular season. And he just knows how to switch, flip the switch. Is he, is he top of the, is his division? Probably the division sucks. So. Yeah, I mean, they're second in the division, one game behind the Falcons. Marcus Mariota about to bring the Falcons to the playoffs. He's their franchise quarterback. He looks so bad. <laughs> he looks so bad, dude. Have you guys watched the Falcons games? I don't no. know how they win games. <laughs> There's plays where he looks like a chick with his head cut off. Don't they still have, like, a solid defense behind him, though? Not really. They well, just play bad teams. I want to see, yeah, I want to see. All They've had probably an easier schedule than the Eagles. They beat. Everybody them. says that, but we we beat the best two teams in the AFC. They beat the Niners, the Panthers, the Browns, and the Seahawks. They lost to the Saints, Rams, Bengals, and. Can we? Bringing up the Rams, can we talk about your guys' goat and? You know, future Hall of Famer and all this other shit hey, you guys no, are on I switched about. to your side. I where, switched where to your side you? at the beginning of the year. <laughs> where have you guys been all season? He's looks He's fucking trash. terrible. You know what? I, since the Vikings been good, I haven't been paying attention at all because He's I'm so full of coping terrible. Right yeah, well, they've only scored 118 points in the league, which is, I think, the lowest out of any team. So, yeah, that's very, very bad. They've scored less than the Broncos and the Steelers. And both of those teams are dog shit. Right. He's got, like, multiple Pro Bowl players around him, and they can't get anything going in St. Louis. And so. now Cooper Cup is hurt. They're GGs. Maybe they'll get better, because maybe, maybe now Matt Stafford won't only be looking at Cooper Cup for every throw, and he'll actually throw to some other options. Maybe maybe this will be, like, the wake-up call. Right, Robinson. Like He sure looks like the Lions' Higby. Matthew Stafford, which is not a Hall of Famer. No, he's for sure first ballot Hall of Famer still. <laughs> Lions Matthew Stafford was fucking great, dude. I don't know what's going on this season. Big time winner, dude, for the Lions. Big time winner. He never had anything on that team. We've already been through this. I'm not, I'm not going to do another podcast of me defending just, Matthew Stafford as the Lions. Just one of the best defenses in NFL history. Probably top three wide receiver in NFL history, but he didn't have nothing there. You're right, dude. He didn't have shit, dude. <laughs> Got it, bro. Kyler Murray extending his losing streak on Call of Duty weekends. Saw that one coming. <laughs> I think we all did. Who's been calling? Who's been calling that since the beginning of the season? <laughs> I hate that for him. It's so funny. It is so funny. Honestly, like, Arizona, they just need Cliff Kingsbury needs to get out, and they need a new offensive coordinator. Dude, honestly, their offense hasn't been the problem. I don't think. Now, D-Hop is balling out. <laughs> they just find stupid ways to lose games. They That's really their do. problem. A lot like the like Ravens. Mental errors. <laughs> like, even on Kyler. Kyler just makes stupid plays yeah. in the second half of games mm -hmm. that cost them games. Right. Like, he's just throwing the balls up for free interceptions. It seemed like against the Vikings. I was just like, okay, what's going on right now? <laughs> I don't know. It was really weird. <clears throat> but, I don't know. Vikes caught the dub, so I don't care. That's what mattered. <laughs> yep. Are the Vikings frauds? Yes. Why do you say that? Because they've been one-score games and they've gotten lucky to win them all. 
They've that's literally fair. every that's single one of their wins like. they've won by probably less than a touchdown. Mm -hmm. hey, last year we haven't watched many Vikings games. games this year. The defense has been good. Like our they've pass been, rush has been. Has they've been, been really good, good enough to win. They've not been good. They've been good enough to win. I mean, in the NFC, we've let up the least amount of points other than the Eagles. But again, for I, some we reason, have, we haven't really they, uh, we haven't had that tough of a schedule either, though. For some reason, they play like fucking horrendous every first half of every game and then the second half they just let up no points for some reason right i'm not really sure what happens but mm -hmm. well then the, then, is leading the league in sacks then the offense is the other way <laughs> i feel like <laughs> yeah <laughs> too yes. bad Thielen's washed though right <laughs> can't get that separation <laughs> that was such a I don't know that a take came out of nowhere. Like I, I, don't know. I was listening to like this so Vikings podcast. Like... I was listening to this Vikings podcast and they're talking about how it's called like Scold North or something. Yeah. And they're talking about how the Vikings should be looking at trading for somebody like Jerry Judy because he would be a solid wide receiver too. And then they were saying why Adam Thielen's not like a, a solid wide receiver too anymore. Like, what do you want out of a wide receiver too? He he's averaging like seventy yards a game and. He has two touchdowns this season. Could easily have more. Like mm -hmm. yeah. he's doing everything he needs to do. He's open. the The issue with the Vikings is always going to be that Kirk Cousins is a. It's a first read. If my first read's not open in the passing game, he's checking down to someone. And you have Justin Jefferson. He's almost always going to be your first read. He's going to be your first look. Mm -hmm. So that's why Thielen's just like wide open, and Kirk's just not throwing in the ball. Hence the video that I sent you proving that your statement was fucking dumb. Adam Thielen's <laughs> wide open like every fucking play, and Kirk just never gets the ball to him. Hey, man, I was just going off of a podcast there <laughs> that I thought was reliable, but clearly not. Because <laughs> there are a bunch of dudes like us just a little more. It was a bad day no, to bring these are it like up. A bunch of, these are like a bunch of dads, like actually guys like, oh, they're elder, they're wise, I can trust them. <laughs> clearly <Yeah>. not. <laughs> it was a bad day to bring it up because I saw people arguing about it in another group chat, and it was the dumbest fucking argument ever, and I couldn't fucking interject any good points because they were just stupid. What, what, <laughs> what was their argument? Well, this one kid. This fucking idiot was trying to argue that well his fantasy points are good and I was like you're you're arguing the right side but you're using the fucking wrong points to argue your case <laughs> right. and then I try and help him out and he like question marks my text was like I don't get what you're saying it's like well you're a fucking idiot <laughs> everyone saying Adam Thielen was washed and that he doesn't do anything and Justin Jefferson gets double teamed and. Thielen never gets the ball. It's like, you think he, Thielen doesn't get the ball because he doesn't get open, or is it because Kirk doesn't get him the ball? Jefferson's leading the league in yards. Who's who's yeah. the receiving leader right now? It's him or Tyreek, one or two. Yeah, I think I think it is Tyreek. AJ Brown has more combined or more <laughs> receiving yards. <laughs> he has more receiving yards than all of Tennessee's receiving court. That is horrendous. That is so bad. <laughs> Yeah, they probably should have paid the man, but I can't complain. Yeah. Okay, it's Terry Kill at 961 receiving yards. Oh, my goodness. And then next is Diggs at 764, full 200 behind him. And then Jefferson, 752. Jesus, what? who are these quarterbacks that have been throwing the ball in freaking Miami? They got some gunslingers over there? Because Waddle's at 727. Like, they're at, like... 1700 yards is between the two of them. 
Not even halfway through the season. Or halfway through the season. It's outrageous. And said Tua. Tua's been injured. Who's been their backup that's been playing? Tua's well, back. It was Teddy Two Glove. Teddy and then was some rookie. And then he got injured. So then, yeah, they found a rookie. So they've had three different quarterbacks, and they still have, but, like, 1,700 receiving yards yeah, between the two of them. They just, have two wide, they just have two wide receivers that can make plays. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be the greatest pass, and they'll still get to it. I mean, they have their wide receiver ones faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah, I wasn't Allegedly. sure how I wasn't sure how Tyreek would do at Miami, but he's clearly balling out and being unreal. <laughs> I mean, Still, he's like impossible to cover, man. He could go right. anywhere. Right, it's like that. Yeah, he he cooked Darius Slay in training camp. No, he does that. Right, and like everyone else, like I don't know. I had a little bit of hope at least for Devonte Adams, but he obviously isn't doing anything. Not nearly what he was doing at Green Bay. <laughs> what was Derek Carr? Derek Carr's a bum. <laughs> yeah. Oh. People give him a pass like he's a good quarterback for some reason. Yeah, they're one and what are they? Two and six, one and six, one and seven. One and six, one and seven. now? yeah. Well, they had a bye, so like one and six. <laughs> Two and five. That's what they are. Yeah, they're still trash. Yep. Y'all ever y'all ever follow those barstool like quarterback rankings? Those are hilarious. Do, like, elite, and there's like a whole a whole category for Kirk Cousins, and there's like <laughs> yeah. eight eight quarterbacks in the Kirk Cousins category. There's a Kirk Cousins category, and Kirk is never in it. It's yeah. <laughs> other quarterbacks. Yeah, the so. Kirk Cousins, and then that, did they have another category in one Kirk Cousins at one p.m.? <laughs> it was over elite. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like best teams in the NFL. It's like or the NFL power rankings is what it was, and it was like yeah. the Vikings were in their own thing, and it was one p.m. on a Sunday. The Vikings. <laughs> yeah, on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's part of my take. That's a great podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, that, those, are, those are pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. We can shift topics a little bit here. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of some esports. It is roster mania right now in the LCS. People making moves. Hunter Thieves is losing Abadage. Oh. And Closer. Oh. Closer, really? He's really their best player. player. <laughs> They is this are confirmed, or is this some random cut you saw on Twitter posting? No, this is that they're allowing them to explore different options. Well, I think they are basically told Abadaga to search for different options. Yeah, yeah, and then they're also allowing closer too as well. I'm kind of surprised they're keeping Hui. That's what I was surprised that they're kind of that they're keeping Hui, and then someday's going to be a free agent at the end of, or he's a free agent now, but he's probably going to end up resigning. Sheesh. And then Team Liquid is allowing Bwipo to explore other options. Yep. And so Bwipo is pretty much gone. And Bjergsen and Hansama is going to G2. Yep. G2's blown up their roster. Broken Blade's gone. Broken um, Blade's gone. Wonder's um, going back there. Hansama just went back there. Uh, yeah. Yankos, I think, is leaving too. Yankos is leaving. If he... If he, if Hunter Thieves could pick up Yankos, that would be a huge pickup for them. If anybody picked up Yankos, he's the best. Yeah, because he's still in the West. Yeah, he's still a top, <laughs> like the arguably the best id. Yeah. In the LEC. Yeah, hundred percent. Maybe besides like Razor. Right. For Fnatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. If this next C9 year. C nine stay the C, same. I, th- I think C nine should stay the same. <laughs> At least the way they finished. Uh, at yeah, at least they finished LCS. Like it's so. It's so if weird. anything, like, I, they're I probably because is Ven is Ven leaving? Bach, do you know? 
don't know. That'd be the thing. I haven't heard anything about him leaving, but I feel like that is a position that we could upgrade on. Um, yeah, I think Sven will probably yeah. leave, and then arguably after next season, I think if C9 doesn't do anything, I think Berserker's gone too. Yeah, and that'd be a that'd be a big blow. Yeah, he's the best AD carry, and I think LCS. I think argu- arguably after Spring Split, if he doesn't, if you guys don't make MSI, don't do anything in MSI, I think he's gone. No, Danny. Also for EG. No, next Danny. Year, or next split. Yeah, that's so. okay. Double F's coming back. He's signing for EG. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, okay. So like, what are your guys' opinions on like? Obviously, NA went in there, got stomped in the group stage. We won three games and out of eighteen, which is the worst that NA I think has ever done in Worlds. Like, yeah, we are looking less and less like a major region. Like other regions are catching up. Like, is it is? It, do you think do you think the talent pool in the players is a bigger issue, or, or do you think like coaching? Well, I don't. Like, I don't know if it's a t- like even though because like draft has the import. Like I think a lot of it was drafting, and we all, all the NA teams went different in a different direction for drafting than what they were used to with LCS games. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at in Lee or in Worlds, every time NA drafted like what would be considered a LCS draft or what we would see a lot in the playoffs, they mm-hmm. won those games. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to play too much like yeah. other regions, and without the practice, they got stomped. So, right. also, fucking Fudge trolled. He needs to stay after the Fiora. <laughs> Go back to Fudge duty? Can't play carry? Just fucking play Malphite. Maokai is obviously viable. Sejuani was played top. Like Yeah, Malphite, Maokai, Sedge. Those are his three for next year. <laughs> right. Just feel bad That's for what they're Orn. Who's Orn. Orn. Man. You can mm-hmm. tell he was just pissed off the whole time. Yeah. But then, maybe, maybe they need well, a coach. Yeah. With the NA talent that you, were, that you were talking about, even though NA has the import rule, if you look at a lot of those teams, even with the import rule, it was guys on the team that were all from, like, EU yeah. So, like, realistically, there was only maybe like four NA actual NA guys. Yeah. That played in Worlds. So I th- this season, I think there's going to be a big switch between um, to teams going switching to their academy and NA players. So that's why I think we're seeing a lot of EU players leave. I don't know, cause like, there's so much money in the LCS, right? Like, mm-hmm. TL put together one of the most expensive squads in the world. Well, like an eleven million dollar squad, right? Like the money's still here, but it's just I guess the competitiveness and like, would can you poach someone from China or Korea? Yeah. To want to come and live in America and play League of Legends, right? <laughs> and I think that's the toughest part. Like that's not gonna happen. I know the, you, you can yeah. only, you can get Europeans to do it, right? Because like you know you got the West and the East, like right, just two completely different cultures. Um, I know they were kind of breaking it down, at least the player base for NA. And they were saying it was something like NA has a bigger player base than all the other regions. No. But on, I thought it was they have a bigger no. player base, but only like 10% smaller. of us play. We have I thought a much it was only smaller. like. We have a much. I thought it was something, at least to, compared to like the LCK, I that we have a the, bigger one. The but player we have a base smaller, is similar, but smaller competitive. Yeah, that's what it was like. They like 80% of the LCK plays um, ranked in competitive play versus NA, it's only 10%. Because we're all degenerates and play ARAMs. Yeah. Heater. Heater rules. I think that's actually not a fill stat. That's actually one that I did read. 
I thought we. I was thinking we had a much smaller player base. No, I thought I it was know. something like we had a bigger. Wise, we do. Yeah. Competitive wise. Okay. Yeah, like ranked. That's weird. Because I thought it was either like we have a similar or a bigger just general player base, but just competitive. Yeah, we just don't. Nobody plays competitive. Yeah. So China has looks like seventy five million. Um, at least this right here. Europe West. Europe combined has about a little over fifty million. Um, Korea has Korea has everybody. about twenty. America is about twenty eight. Yeah, because so. that's what I, I'm pretty sure that they were comparing it to the LCK when I saw that stat. Obviously, China's going to have the most because they have like 5 billion people living there. Right, and same with Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because oh, like yeah. the LEC, like, so like the LCS, like you're considered um, because they uh, just, oh, they, there was an Oceana server, but then they got rid of that and now they're on the NA LCS servers competitively. I don't know if you guys knew that. So, like, Oceana is now part of North America and stuff. Or they didn't just move them over to, like, the Vietnam servers or anything. Right. Um, but, so, all those places. Like, that's where Fudge came from. That's where FBI came from. Guys like that. Like, they all came from Oceana teams. And then when that, they got dissolved, they... Where the fuck uh, is Oceana at? It's Australia. Aussie land and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, when that got dissolved, they came over to North America. Uh, but... And then in Europe, there's Europe West, Europe East, and then also Turkey are all cons- are all part of LEC, and that right there is like 60 million players. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> then you got NA, which or LCS, I guess, which I probably includes I would think Latin America North. No, maybe not Latin America North and South. Those might be other leagues. Latin America was different because there's a yeah. Latin, there's a one or two Latin America teams in the uh, group stage. That's true. Um, but For North, the play-ins, yeah. North American Oceana combined is about thirty million. So yeah, and I have no idea who all counts. I think Korea is just Korea. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Are the Wild good? Wild are back, yes. baby. We're in, we're in the cup. I've only seen. I've only been able to watch two games. So I'm such a fair weather fan. I, I don't have a lot. <laughs> Been watching crazy, like all the it's games. It's crazy though. when they're on three, and everyone was panicking, saying the wild sucked, blow it up, tank for Bedard. And what did I say? I said it's first three games, calm down, it'll be fine. I and they've won like every game since. I still think we should tank for Bedard. Um, trade Why? everyone because it's Bedard. It's the number one overall pick. Why not? Trade away Caprice. <laughs> Don't need him. Yeah, how good did the number we one? Got pick, how did, good did the number one pick look in last night's game? Yeah, he got blown up by Rossi. <laughs> he got blown up by a 5'8", 170-pound Marco Rossi. And that dude's yeah. like 6'5", 280. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was so Are you talking about the guy that was getting bodied in the ice by Spurgeon? Right in front, like no, right in the crease? Brendan Gallagher. Yeah, that's who it was. Gallagher's yeah, Gallagher. Smaller, but... I saw that where Gallagher was just getting bodied like right into the goalie crease by um, Spurgeon and then got up and got nailed. Well, What's yeah, it? the game, the clip is him cross-checking Spurgeon like in the neck. Yeah, so then like Spurgeon turns around and just buries him in the ice and then yeah. he gets up and just gets lit up on the blue line. Dude's a troll. No, I was definitely very worried after those first three games, but I think when Tyler just mentioned like, hey, we faced like three of the top yeah, in the league, like our first three games. I mean, of we, course we it's played the happen. Avalanche and the Rangers. Like, 
two they're of the very top good three teams. teams in the league. <laughs> For me, like I, I was, I was, I'm keeping up the stats, and it wasn't that we were losing; it's that we were letting up like six goals a freaking game. I was like, oh no. Yeah, I was seeing that's like, oh no. Well, and that, and that was part too. of it too. And that's part of it too is like, you have Mark Andre Fleury, who is old, and you know he uh, probably just needs some time to get in and practice. He didn't play in the preseason. He right. played what one game? Mm-hmm. It's like now look at him. He's probably one of the best goalies in the NHL. Has he gotten his rebounds under control? Yeah. Because I know he's that was like, a big thing. I was looking at highlights. Honestly, every rebound he's given like, up was right into the freaking hashes. It's night and day how much better he's been playing and how much better our defense has been playing. Like it is like completely different. I don't know what Everson did to light a fire under him, but he's like, hey, like let's actually start playing hockey and like healthy, stri- healthy controlling the puck in our defensive zone. <laughs> he's honestly, Flurry's honestly looking like like. 2019 flurry or 2020 flurry when he won the Vezina. Yeah. Yeah, like prime like, flurry when the Penguins went on that stretch of like three Stanley Cups in a row or whatever it was. No, he was it's uh, he was on the or the Knights. That's the Knights, that's right. Mm-hmm. Like he's looking in like top 5 goalie in the NHL right now, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Which I am all for until we get our rookie and our young guy settled up and ready into the league. If you yeah. could get if you get this year and next year out of Flurry and be serviceable, that'd be best case scenario, I think. Mm-hmm. Hundred <clears throat> percent. Give him more time to settle in North America. The bad news for the Wild is they might suck now because now they have Ryan Hartman, Marcus Felino, Jordan Greenway, and Brandon Duheim all hurt. So. We'll just keep bringing up more boys. They are you know? <laughs> playing seven defensemen and eleven forwards tomorrow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then they don't play for a week, so hopefully they get healthy over that time yeah. off. But what happened? What was the Greenway? He hasn't played at all this year. He played one game for the first five minutes of the first period, and then that hurt. Sick. He had three surgeries this off season. He had mm-hmm. AC joint surgery, and then he, because of having surgery, he end up having a hematoma in his foot, which I mm-hmm. guess is like some can be caused by having surgery. So he had to have surgery on that. And then he got his wisdom teeth out <laughs> and he got dry sockets and had to re get get like clean up surgery of his wisdom teeth all this summer. Jesus. So he kinda kinda got s- screwed and then played one game and got, got hurt in the first period. Yeah. <clears throat> Sheesh. Yeah, it's not looking good for the boys. Hartman obviously he hurt himself the other game other night. Yeah, trying to fight someone. Yeah, trying to fight some dude that was like eight inches taller than him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't even get a punch off. No, he didn't. He just went directly to the ice. Surely looked like a dislocated shoulder or something. Yeah, that's what I thought immediately when I saw that too. Mm-hmm. That was, I was like confused when it happened. I was like, okay. And then he just went straight to the locker room. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> that sucks. Felino, um, nobody knows. They haven't said anything about what happened to Felino. Mm-hmm. And Duheim got hurt last night with upper body injury, so. Mm-hmm. Which sucks because he's been playing really good this year. I love how the NHL just never discloses injury. I mean injuries. They're like, what is it? it? Yeah, it's, sense, it's, it's a lower but... body injury. It's like, okay, that that tells us a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, upper body could be a, from a broken finger to you know, like a skull fracture, <laughs> right. classified as yeah, or like a broken collarbone or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You could see someone's leg snap in half, and they'd only say, "No, nah, yeah, Bruce it's just ribs, a... yeah. upper body, yeah, punctured um, lung, upper body." Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, 
One last thing before we wrap up here. We got the World Cup starting here in 18 days, boys. My USA. FIFA, my FIFA boys. Who's who's your favorites to win it all? USA. Uh, who you who you guys got winning the World Cup here? Probably See. Brazil. I mean, Neymar has been playing out of his fucking mind. France has a tough look at defending. They got a couple of big injuries. They want uh, to have. Excuse uh, me. Do you know who they're bringing up as a starting center back? The best center back in the fucking prem. No, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> William Saliba. <laughs> Uh, they were without a was it Kulabi and Kulabali uh, and Pogba's out too with injuries. We'll see what happens there. I don't know. I'm always, I'm always rooting for England. We won't win it, but if I can root for them. Yeah, I'm usually, it's tough because USA and England are in the same group for the World Cup, yeah. so they'll be facing each other. <laughs> so so I don't first, know who, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously game. I'm, I'm obviously Who's rooting favorites? for USA. Uh, Favorites, I think, are I think in like top three or four in no particular order. I think it's Brazil, England, Argentina, and uh, Belgium. I want to say. Yeah. I could be wrong. Tyler, probably fact check me quick. Um, I, I think know, that but... Belgium's gonna be good. That's who like my pick is, but I don't know if they're supposed to be good. Well, no, they're they're all they've been, they've. They're like in a golden generation right now, right? They've, yeah, they've they been got a lot good of talent. For like the last like six, three, eight years. yeah, like two or three, World and haven't Cups. won anything though. That's been their thing is that they've had these ridiculously good players and then haven't been able to win anything with it. <laughs> yeah, the biggest thing that's going to get going to go against Belgium right now is that they don't really have too much of a defense anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't have that Tottenham and backline of Toby Alderweireld, Vertonghen, with Vincent Company, right. Because those guys kind of all like retired, right? But other than that, their midfield and attacking are all in their primes. Yeah, bunch of studs. You got De Bruyne. Yeah, I mean, like arguably De Bruyne's the best midfielder in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then they still have Lukaku up top, right? Who's just a beast. Mm-hmm. But I think my favorite for it, obviously, I'm going to be going for USA throughout. I honestly think that they can get out of the group stage. It'll end up probably being England one, USA two, but. My favorite's going to be Brazil. I think they're going to win it. I think this is going to be a Neymar masterclass in the World Cup this year. He's going to bring it home for him. Yeah, whenever whenever it's Brazil playing, Neymar plays like mm-hmm. prime Pele. You guys why see? Is, you guys why see, is it list Alderweireld and Vertonghen still on the squad? They're still, still the squad. are they still squad? They're I still they in retired. the squad. They're not retired. They're just playing at like lower division teams. Like I think Alderweireld's like yeah. playing somewhere in Belgium, and Vertonghen's like out and like freaking i don't know qatar or something I have no yeah idea, they're, they're something just not person. locked down like <laughs> yeah they're just not locked down defenders like they used to be like four years ago right they, they just don't really have any other options in the back not saying that they still can't play well right when you're with a really good team yeah. like that but um, the biggest thing with the usa we have a very high ceiling but also a very low floor what the USA essentially did for this World Cup is that we took all of our young guys that showed any promise and shipped them out to other teams, shipped them out abroad to Europe. And it's starting to show because we do have a lot of good talent on our team. Yeah. So I think that put all the pieces together and yeah, maybe do something crazy. Like if, if USA made it to like the quarterfinals, like that'd be sick, mm-hmm. but that that's a, that's a tough ask. You guys yeah. see that if Messi go, uh, goes to the World Cup final, it'll be his 1,000th yeah. game played per, per, uh, competitively. 
Yeah, and the Messi's. I guarantee you, for that one thousandth game, Messi's gonna throw up like three goals and two assists. He's <laughs> but gonna that's throw if he makes it to Messi the final. Stab, yeah. Like if Argentina make it to the final, like it's been it's been also been kind of cra- shitty because like a bunch of players like that have gotten injured recently, like that could potentially be playing in the Premier League, are sitting out because they don't want to get re-injured before the World Cup. Like Tottenham has a couple, like Richarlison and Romero, like they have not been playing because they don't want to get re-injured before the World Cup. Yeah. Huangman's son just got injured. He just broke his orbital, so he's probably going to miss the World Cup. Which I saw sucks that. sucks for yeah. South Korea. Um, All the Arsenal boys are healthy somehow. Right. Um, yeah, uh, normally, this, this time we have three people out for the rest thing. of the season. Right. <laughs> but, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm excited for the World Cup. Kind of kind of sucks it's happening to the winter. Not like it really makes much of a difference. It used to back when we were in school. Just gonna stuff, be a, but <laughs> yeah, there's just going to be a break or uh, an extended Prem League. Yeah, I'm so told- I think the Premier League is going to be going to like the last week of May or the first week of June now. Right. But I'll be uh, watching a lot of the games while I'm recovering from my surgery. I think when's I think England USA plays the 21st. Yeah, that's yeah. There's the a second game of our group. So. The first game of our group is going to be against Wales. I think that game's going to end up being more important than the second game because if we win that game against Wales, there's going to be a lot less stress on us going up against England versus Gareth, if we lose against Gareth it. Bale's still playing on Wales. Yep, he's still yep. and he balls out for Wales too. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he's still Gareth Bale. Remember, it goes Wales golf Madrid. <laughs> yeah, he goes hard for Wales. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I love the World Cup. It's always so much fun mm-hmm. to watch. And all the games are going to be midday, too, in, like, midweek. So I'll be at yeah. work, like, watching on my phone. <laughs> no, I don't do that, but. No, no, of course not. That'd be so dumb. Yeah, it'd be, be so dumb. <laughs> all right, want to wrap it up there, boys? Okay. Sounds good. Find us Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Twitter at TheObvious13. Uh, Bach, any outros? Eagles, eight Bye, Eagles fly. <laughs> Eagles ain't no tomorrow against Houston, Texas. Let's go. All right, take it easy.